We bid you welcome on this first Sunday of a new year. Like Janus, we gather with part of us looking backward and part of us looking forward. We gather on the edge of this new year, saddened by our losses, cherishing our joys, aware of our failures and mindful of days gone by. We gather on the cusp of this new year, eager to begin anew, hopeful, for what lies ahead, promising to make changes perhaps, anticipating tomorrows and tomorrows. We invite you to join our celebration of life, knowing that life includes the good and the bad, endings and beginnings. On this New Year's Day, we bid you welcome. These opening words by Sylvia Howe welcome all those who've gathered here on Zoom this morning to take part in our Sunday service this New Year's Day. Welcome and a happy New Year to you all, to regulars, to friends and visitors who are with us today, to those who might be listening or watching at a later date on YouTube or via our podcast stream. For anyone who doesn't know me, my name is Jane Blackall and I'm Ministry Coordinator with Kensington Unitarians. If you're here for the first time or your thousandth, um, we're glad to have you with us. Hope you find something of what you need in this morning's service. Please do hang around afterwards for a chat or drop us an email to say hello and introduce yourself. Well, there's plenty of other opportunities to get to know us during small group activities every week of the year. And this is something I really recommend as a way to get more deeply engaged with the spiritual community. And regulars, thank you for all you do to welcome all who come. Thank you for helping to keep the show on the road. Each and every one of us has a part to play in co-creating this sacred space and this sense of beloved community. As we always say, feel free to do what you need to do to be comfortable this hour. Um, if you, as Charlotte already said, if you want to keep your camera off, that's fine. There will be more opportunities than usual to join in today, but they are very much invitations, not obligations. It is fine to sit back. You don't have to join in. So this morning's service is titled Passing Time. Through readings and prayers and personal reflections, we're going to consider the turning of the new year in the context of all the old years that we've already lived through. What has endured down the years? What has changed with the passing of time? To what extent have we been able to set our intentions, to set our course and bring about significant transformations? There'll be time later in the service in the slot where a sermon would usually go, uh, for you to share your own thoughts on this theme if you like but before we go any further i'm going to do what we always do and that's light our chalice a simple ritual that connects us with unitarians and unitarian universalists the world over and which reminds us of the proudly progressive religious tradition of which this gathering is part For the new year, just hours old, we light this chalice. The year beginning today, always beginning. We light this chalice, a symbol of faith, perseverance and hope in astonished thanksgiving and irrepressible praise. For beginnings that emerge out of endings, appear amid continuity, become visible in hindsight. We light this chalice, symbol of faith, perseverance and hope in astonished thanksgiving and irrepressible praise. For all the times and all the ways we have begun anew together, we light this chalice, 
symbol of faith, perseverance and hope in astonished thanksgiving and irrepressible praise. But before we go any further, let's sing. Um, our first hymn today is Gather the Spirit. It's an old favourite and the words will be up on your screen so you can sing along at home. You might prefer just to listen. Um, we'll make sure you're kept safely muted throughout. Let's think about those joys and concerns, spoken and unspoken. All those little windows into our shared human condition and the life of the world. And let's hold them in a spirit of loving kindness as we move into an extended time of prayer now. This prayer is based on words by Paul Vachon and Lynn Cox. You might want to adjust your position to get more comfortable. You might want to close your eyes or soften your gaze. Perhaps there's a posture that feels more prayerful for you. Whatever helps you to get into the right state of body and mind for us to pray together now. To be fully present in this sacred time and space we're co-creating. Present with ourselves, with each other, and with that which is both within us and beyond us. Spirit of life, God of all love in whom we live and move and have our being. We turn our attention to you, the light within and without, 
as we sink into the depths of this life and the greater wisdom to which and through which we are all intimately connected. Be with us now as we allow ourselves to drop into the silence and the stillness at the centre of our being. We come together this New Year's Day to take stock of the year just gone. It's moments of happiness and hurt. It's periods of accomplishment and failure. It's times of inspiration and of apprehension. And we add these experiences to the tapestries of our years and once again look bravely towards a new horizon. And looking forward, we give thanks for the gift of renewal. We give thanks for the ability to begin again, to start over. After each time of trial and loss, each season of struggle and sorrow. As we continue to endure great uncertainty and upheaval in the world around us. Grant us the courage to continue on the journey. The courage to act and speak for the well-being of others, ourselves, and this planet we share. May we forgive ourselves and each other when our courage and care falls short. And may we resolve to try again in love. Grant us hearts to love boldly, to embody our faith and our values each day in living words and deeds. May our hearts open to embrace humility, grace and reconciliation. Grant us the ability to learn and to grow, to let the spirit of love and truth work its transformation upon us and within us. Grant us the spirit of radical hospitality, the willingness to sustain a dwelling place for the holy that resides in all being. Grant us a sense of being at peace in the world, even as we are in perpetual motion, tossed and turned by life's tempests. Let us cultivate together the strength to welcome every kind of gift that life brings our way and all manner of ways to be on this journey together. And in a good few moments of shared stillness now, may our hearts speak silently all the prayers of our lives, the worries that are bringing us down and the tentative hopes that are lifting us up the disappointments and frustrations and regrets, the dreams and schemes and aspirations, that awareness of the infinite network of connectedness we know ourselves to be part of, all of those concerns for others and for ourselves that are on our hearts and minds this day. Let us offer up these deepest realities to the one who holds all. Spirit of life, God of all love. As this time of prayer draws to a close, we offer up our joys and our concerns, our hopes and our fears, our beauty and our brokenness. And we call on you for insight, healing and renewal. As we look forward now to the coming week, help us to live well each day and be our best selves, using our unique gifts in the service of love, justice and peace. Amen.
time to sing again. Um, our next hymn is Here in This Moment song. It connects perhaps in an oblique way to our theme today, <coughs> um, maybe in a slightly mystical manner. There's a bit of a nod to William Blake in the words with its references to eternity in the present moment. Anyway, it's an old favourite. So let us sing together Here in This Moment song. Blossoming into the New Year by Tim Atkins, adapted. This piece, written a year ago by Unitarian Universalist Tim Atkins, begins with a quote from Melody Beattie. Dig within and discover what you would like to have happen in your life this year. This helps you do your part. It is an affirmation that you're interested in fully living life in the year to come. Tim Atkins continues. Ever since 2016, I've been picking a word that serves as the theme for my year, a single word that I want to serve as my grounding, my personal North Star for the year to come. Joy, embrace, explore, delight, authenticity, roots. Each of those words has represented a year of my life. Part of my New Year's tradition is reflecting on those words from prior years and how my year was influenced by that theme. In January 2021, I chose roots. During challenging times throughout the year, when I wasn't sure what to do, I used my word to guide me. I meditated on roots and found an activity that helped me build the roots I had been seeking. It motivated me to do tasks I normally would never have attempted, like planting rose bushes in my backyard. It helped give me, an introvert, the motivation to meet people in my neighborhood and attend some local neighborhood festivals. It helped me pay closer attention to local justice issues. I will forever remember 2021, not as year two of the pandemic, but as my year of roots. After I'm done reflecting on the past year, I think about what comes next. Where am I on my life's journey? What would I change if I could? What do I notice happening in my own personal evolution? What do I want to come next? What do I need to come next? After careful consideration, I decide on my word for the new year. For 2022, my word will be blossom. Sure. 
It flows naturally from last year's roots, but I've also noticed new facets of my identity that are starting to blossom. It's time to let myself try new things and really truly allow myself to blossom and observe what beauty develops. It's time to truly blossom into a new, more fully realized version of myself. If this is your first year to the idea, I invite you to consider making this one of your own personal New Year's traditions too. When you think about the coming year, what word do you want your theme of the year to be? What word might you use as your North Star for 2023? Tim Atkins concludes with a few words of prayer. Give me comfort as I reflect on the past year and remember all the peaks and valleys on the journey. Give me wisdom as I seek out what is right for me for the new year. Give me inspiration as I define my intentions for the new year. And give me courage to live the life I yearn for. Amen. Thanks, Charlotte. So we're moving now into a time of meditation. To take us into the stillness, I'm going to share a, a short poem by Lucille Clifton titled I Am Running Into a New Year. Uh, she was a 20th century African-American poet whose work was uh, brought to prominence when it was lifted up by Langston Hughes. I confess I hadn't knowingly heard of her work uh, until this week when a friend shared this poem on social media. So thanks, Tara. After the very short poem, I'll offer a few prompts for reflection. I'll invite you to think about this new year in the context of all the old years you've seen. And we'll have space to share some of those reflections later on. The poem will take us into a few minutes of shared stillness and I'll have the virtual chalice on the screen and the silence will end with a few uh, minutes of music from Abby and Sue. So again, let's do what we need to do to get comfortable. Maybe have a wiggle, maybe put your feet flat on the floor if that helps you to ground yourself. As always, the words and music, they are just an offering. Feel free to use this time to meditate in your own way. So I am running into a new year by Lucille Clifton. I'm running into a new year and the old years blow back like a wind that I catch in my hair, like strong fingers, like all my old promises. And it will be hard to let go of what I said to myself about myself when I was 16 and 26 and 36, even 36, but I am running into a new year and I beg what I love and I leave to forgive me. So let's take some inspiration from these words by Lucille Clifton and think back on the years of our own lives when we were 16 and 26 and 36 and maybe 40 and 50 and 60 and 76. We're all of different ages, but by now all of us have seen many new years come and go. We are running, perhaps walking or hobbling, perhaps slouching or tumbling into another year with hopes and aspirations maybe about what might be different this time around the sun with intentions as to who we're going to be and how we're going to face the days to come. But what has remained constant in our story so far? And what has changed through chance or choice? Looking back and looking forward, let us sit in meditation with a sense of the whole sweep of our lives. I'm going to read that poem again to lead us into the time of silence. I am running into a new year and the old years blow back like a wind that I catch in my hair, like strong fingers, like all my old promises. And it will be hard to let go of what I said to myself about myself when I was 16 and 26 and 36, even 36. 
but I am running into a new year and I beg what I love and I leave to forgive me.
Carving Out a New Year by Richard S. Gilbert. We stand before the new year as a painter before a blank canvas, as a sculptor before a mass of stone, as a composer before music paper with only lines and stuff, as a dancer before the movement begins. To be sure, we have painted canvases before. We've carved out the shape of other years. We have written other notes in times gone by. We have moved through other hours. But this is a fresh canvas, ready to receive colours never before imagined. This is a new block of stone, ready to be shaped shaped by the chisel of mind and body. This is a bundle of notes waiting to be arrayed across the beckoning page. This is an open space waiting to host new steps and spins. What are we to make of these colours we hold in our hands? What are we to shape from this block of allotted time? What melodies and harmonies will we create for the first time? What movement will define the space once more granted to us? What are we to make of this wonder while it is ours? We tremble before the possibilities. We feel anxious before the freedom given us. We are apprehensive, perhaps in the face of the new year. Knowing all this, let us begin anew, with fresh courage to do and to be. Thanks, Brian. So we're coming towards this time in our service for a few people, if you like, uh, to share your own brief thoughts on this theme. We're thinking about the turning of the new year against the backdrop of all these old years we've already lived through. So often we make new years all about making resolutions and declaring that we're going to change everything about ourselves overnight. We're going to give up half a dozen habits and take up a, another half dozen supposedly more virtuous things instead. That is not the main aim of today's service. If we look back over the years of our lives, some things will have endured and stayed constant and other things will have changed. Some of those changes will have been accidental or will have been foisted on us by accidental uh, by external forces. But we will also have been the architects of some of those changes ourselves. We will have intentionally set our own course in life, not or not necessarily just by piling up a bunch of resolutions on one day in January, but gradually over the long haul. Because every year, every month, every week, every day, every minute offers us possibilities and we have some measure of choice uh, about how we respond to those possibilities. So that's the sort of territory we're exploring here, the passing of time and change and continuity and our own agency in those processes such as it is. In this time of sharing, you might want to think back over the readings, the piece from Tim Atkins about choosing a word or a theme for each year to help you focus your attention and guide your choices and how that's a gentle way to steer your course in life without making rigid resolutions or plans. Or the poem from Lucille Clifton with the old years blowing back at you as you run into the new year. Or that piece from Richard Gilbert reminding us that each year is a blank canvas and offers us new freedom and possibility, regardless of how many times we've painted on other canvases before. So we've got about 10 minutes to share our reflections on the theme. Um, I admit the theme is a little bit nebulous, but as I say, at heart and soul, tangents are always welcome. Don't worry about follow following on from what the person before you said. Don't worry about trying to make it all join up logically. I invite you to share from your centre to the centre of this gathering. Think of it as an offering, not a discussion or a debate, not a time to critique what other people have shared. Um, if you would like to speak, please put your hand up and I will um, spotlight you. I'll call on you and spotlight you. And so we do it in an orderly fashion. Um, I want you to be able to share as you feel moved, but also I'm mindful of the limits on time. So maybe a couple of minutes at most. Uh, and by default, we'll leave this bit in the recording that goes online. But absolutely, I can edit you out if you want to share, but not have it included. So just give me a shout straight after the service if you want to be cut out.
think that's everything. So let me know if you've got something to say. Oh, Juliet, you're keen. There we go. Can you hear me? Yes. Good. Well, that's a good start. Um, <laughs> the thought of a blank canvas uh, is far too scary, I think. And um, I like Richard Gilbert very much. I, I've got one of his books of prayers and uh, readings. Um, but I'm reminded of someone whose name I've forgotten, and you will remember, from when I did attend summer school a long time ago. And she was uh, a lady from the States, and she took uh, creative writing. And, Nancy uh, Crumbine. That's right, yes. And um, the thing she said was, when you get a new book, on the first page, just scribble on it all over so that you've, you've done the destroying and um, you can feel a lot freer and um, not challenged to have this book which would otherwise be very pure and beautiful and you wouldn't like to make a mistake in it. And I'm not sure whether I've followed uh, that advice very much occasionally, I think, but I think it is such a reassuring um, thing to remember, because I've certainly come across a child when I was teaching who every time she tried to do something and she'd make a mistake and another page would go flying onto the floor and another page and i just think if she could have been persuaded to scribble on the first page it would have helped quite a lot but i'm not sure that i even had that uh, advice in those days thanks juliet we have to think how to translate that advice into approaching the new year perhaps we make all our mistakes on day one Oh no. <laughs> Just uh, don't oblige yourself not to make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, good advice. Um, I'm going to go over to Liz now because you've got your hand up. Hi. Um, I was actually thinking about relationships and past relationships and how some endure and some don't. And obviously, it's been more difficult over the last couple of years to stay in touch with everyone. And I think the thing that I'm now thinking about is, is how much you try to stay in touch with people, but you have to recognise that there's two parties to every relationship. And sometimes what you want to pursue isn't what the other person wants, but sometimes it is, you, people are happy to hear from you again. So I'm just thinking about how much relationships change over the years. No. Thanks, Liz. Patricia, let me come to you. This year's a very significant year in our family. There are several significant birthdays. But in May, um, David and I will have been married for 60 years, which is quite significant. Um, when I think back to the people we were when we got married, I was a really skinny little thing working in a shabby, dirty office near Liverpool Street. David was a clerk in a stockbroker's office, equally shabby. We, our married life started in one room and we shared bathroom and toilet with other people in the house. But that time, there was a lot of opportunity to move on, to get better jobs, to go back into education. So life improved quite a lot for us. And I think what we both retain throughout the years is curiosity. It fired David into his job as a journalist. He was always looking for what was behind what he was being told. And it led me into going in and doing my PhD. We frequently, over the 60 years, 
go down different paths to achieve what we think is important. And this can cause discussion, arguments, but we both have the same vision, the same desire to make things better, I suppose. And David's really anxious to get back into his social justice team. And so I think that's what we'll be doing in the coming year as we celebrate 60 years together. Thanks, Patricia. And congratulations in advance on the landmark. There we go. Hmm. Good Lord, is that the time? Time passes every day surreptitiously sometimes, insidiously, and before I know it, it's midnight. Then time returns about eight in the morning, and it is time to get up, take my medication 10 minutes before having breakfast. Teddy Dog tells me it's time to feed him, and Poppy Cat, that it's time to let her out in the garden. The birds have already finished eating all the seeds I left out for them last night. I don't remember what time. Teddy comes in with muddy paws. I dry them one, two, three, four times a day. He is three years old, and given it rains so many times a year, I must have dried how many paws? Mm, never mind, I'll work it out another time. Then it's time to go about my daily tasks, and there's never enough time to do everything. Birthdays are always a reminder of how much time I have thankfully been granted so far. But every time I need to give my date of birth online, the scrolling seems to take me further and further and further down. And that is a bit of a shock each time. As you can see, I haven't had time to write anything serious for the service about passing time. So I'm afraid this little silliness is all I had time for. But I invite you, let's say yes to silliness in 2023. It's about time. <laughs> Thanks, Marianne. Anybody else that wants to share? If not, then I will thank you for your contributions. And I'll bring this bit to a close with some words to welcome and bless the new year, which are adapted from uh, Amanda Popeye. Friends, we have arrived. We made it to 2023. We have crossed the boundary of time into this new year with all its promise and plans and schedules ahead of us. So let us pause for just this moment before we move boldly onward. Let us pause to deepen our awareness and our appreciation of those around us, to sense their presence with us this morning and know their presence in our daily lives. Let us pause to feel the spirit of life and love that ties us to each other that winds its way through our very bones and settles in our hearts. Before we set out again in pursuit of noble aspirations, let us notice what it is that remains every year, every day, what exists beyond calendars and to-do lists, beyond time itself, that deeper reality which welcomes us to abundant life, not just at the start of the year, but day after day. May we know ourselves to be blessed and held in love as we go out in faith and meet the days to come. Amen. So one last hymn to sing. We only get to sing this one once a year, um, so it won't be super familiar to anyone, but let's do our best in singing along with this recording of our congregation from a few new years ago. Uh, it's a hopeful vision of the possibilities that might await us in the year ahead. Oh, glad new year of God.
just a few announcements now thanks to charlotte for co-hosting today and for reading also to brian for reading to abby and sue abby's mum, for the music uh, thanks to everybody who contributed to the sharing in today's service we have virtual coffee time after the service so please stay on and chat or drop us an email if you'd like to say hello we'll be back to hybrid services from next week uh, when me and patricia will be co-leading the service on the theme of an ideal world We've got various small group activities on during the week. Coffee morning online, half 10 on Wednesdays, if you want to just hang out for an hour and chat. Uh, there's still spaces left to sign up for our heart and soul contemplative spiritual gatherings online Sunday and Friday at seven o'clock. This week's theme is friendship. and We're celebrating 10 years of heart and soul this week. The actual anniversary is this Tuesday. So if you haven't been along for a while, this is a good week to come back and celebrate the landmark with us. Uh, in a couple of weeks from now, on the 11th of January, Wednesday the 11th, we're going to start our little online group exploring this book, Why Are We Here? Um, we'll be tackling one brief chapter a month. Look, you can see it's very thin. Um, one chapter a month, five months. And even if you don't fancy reading it, you can still join in with the group by watching the original talks that this book is based on, which are all online anyway. Um, if you haven't got a copy of the book and you'd like one, give me a shout. I've still got a few free copies to give away. I've been trailing this event for some time, and as a result, I've got in a complete mix-up about who's signed up and who hasn't. So I would be grateful if you're expecting to come, if you would drop me a line in the next week so I can send out some preliminary information beforehand. Um, looking a bit further ahead, the in-person poetry group decided to give January a miss, but they'll be back in action on Wednesday the 1st of February, so get that date in your diary if you'd like to go congregation very much has a life beyond sunday mornings we encourage you to keep in touch look out for each other and nurture supportive connections where you can and um, all this information was in the friday email more or less uh, so check that if you want to be double sure of any of the details we've just got our closing words and our closing music now so i invite you to select gallery view at this point so we can get a sense of our gathered community as we close Always there is another beginning, a new day, a new month, a new season, a new year. Forever the old passes away and newness emerges from the richness that came before. Nothing is ever lost in the many changes that time brings. What was in some way will be, though changed in form. So know this, this moment is a beginning and your lives individually and together are full of richness, of freshness, of hope and of promise. So in the days to come, may we hold on to that sense of promise and hope and seek for those chances for renewal that are so often out there, waiting for us in the mess and the muddle of everyday life. May it be so for the greater good of all. Amen.